Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivianttracy.com and it's sextalk, S-E-X-T-O-K, to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website. Listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy! Tracy, this is such an exciting episode. We have such great news to tell everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll let you know. Oh, well, we've been nominated for the Lovies Awards, which is a very big deal. Zippy's already been to one of the ceremonies, which was apparently amazing. Yes. And not just one. We were nominated for four Lovey Awards. <laughs> I was like going through this morning on my phone. My kids are like all around me and I'm like, oh, it looks like we weren't nominated and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh. <laughs> everyone's like great and then and I screamed so loudly my daughter is getting ready for school she's like I just spilled my water bottle all over my sweater because I like screamed anyway I was so excited and then just to keep scrolling through and see more anyway it's all you Tracy as I said you know I just show up and laugh and have oh, fun oh do it's not do it's work, not at so. all anyway. but it's so much fun doing it isn't it I actually dreamt about us doing it the other night. That's how much fun it is. <laughs> Anyone listening to us here can vote for us. So please do go to, it's called, it's vote.loveys.com, something like that, or just put loveys, L-O-V-I-E-S in Google and you'll figure out how to vote. And you can just go in and vote for all four of our categories. We're in podcasts, best hosts, best general podcast, best social for our viral TikTok. So everybody listening, you are our amazing fans. Go in and vote. Vote for us and help us win the People's Choice Lovies as well, which would be so exciting. Anyway. Oh, my God, wouldn't it be? Yes. What a shame, though, that it's that bloody COVID. If it wasn't COVID, you would be coming over here for the ceremony and I could meet you in the flesh. I cannot believe we still haven't even met in the flesh. I know. Well, I'll come to London anytime. (laughs) Yeah, do. Find an excuse. Yeah, exactly. I know that would be really fun. Well, yeah, we'll be watching on November 17th and, and hoping for... Hoping for good Something. stuff to come. Yes. But anyway, back to the real work of our show, which is right. helping everybody in as many ways as possible while I try not to freak out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for these three anonymously sourced questions? Just always need to say that. These have come yep. in through our website. And by the way, we're getting so many. So that's how I know people are listening, which is great. <laughs> but we're getting more and more questions. So that's fantastic. Okay. So here are three. First question. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know women can have multiple orgasms, but that never happens for me. Once I have one, any further stimulation feels too intense. 
how many women are actually having multiple orgasms regularly? Is it a myth? (laughs) Right. No, it's not a myth, but there is controversy still over what is a multiple orgasm. Is it, you know, a sort of waves and waves of pleasure that one cascades after the other, or can you have a break? Can you have like a sex session that lasts an hour and have one at the beginning and one at the end? Does that count? So there's all that sort of stuff. But rather handily, there was a study done about two years ago in 2019. And it's one of the major studies about multiple orgasms because people don't research stuff like this ordinarily. So it was 420. I mean, how, how, would, how would people research this? Just Well, like, I think a lot of this is just self-reporting, which is a problem with sex because when you self-report, you're going to get, you know, skews and biases and all sorts of stuff. But they didn't really go into it. But I don't. I don't think they got them all into the studio and got them to demonstrate. Let <laughs> I was, was going to say didn't. that would not be. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Sometimes oh they gosh. do. But with this one, so it was women aged anything from eighteen to sixty-nine, which I thought was quite a big span, and they defined multiple orgasm as two or more in a single session without a significant break. That was their definition. Two thirds of the women were straight, and most of them had had their first multiple orgasm at nineteen. So, which makes you wonder whether it's a bit of a genetic makeup thing, an anatomical reason that maybe makes these women more orgasmic. Asked whether they had control over their multiple orgasms, 48% of them said yes, and 53% said no. Now, what they meant by that was obviously they know what they're doing to their bodies, but it would depend on, they had on days and off days. And <laughs> like it's hilarious. Women like walking down the street, <laughs> no control over their <laughs> Everybody's just like, you know, freaking out. Oh, there, there is there is an awful, awful thing to do with orgasms, but you can have orgasms. Like women can have hundreds and hundreds in a day and they can't control them. And it's a really awful affliction and it is real. So, oh my gosh. Yes. So you're not joking when you say that. People can do that and it's not very nice. It's not nice at all. Anyway, why, is it, why is it awful? Well, because you imagine having like 200 orgasms a day. It's it's exhausting. And imagine like you're doing your podcast and in the middle of it, you're having 10 <laughs> orgasms. I mean, it would not be helpful. And apparently it gets really painful. It's, I mean, I just find that I just, I don't want 200 orgasms a day. Jesus, do you? No. <laughs> anyway, going back to the study, they were most likely to have them with a partner as opposed to solo and when they were in a positive mood. And the average number of orgasms per session for these women was between five and ten. That's a lot. That is a lot. Most of them had their first orgasm after 11 minutes of stimulation, which is very fast. And the second orgasm came three to four minutes after that. Most of the women, 58%, said they didn't stop stimulation. They just went straight on and just kept going because most people stop after the first orgasm. And most importantly, the most common method was manual stimulation of the clitoris, so using their fingers or a vibrator or oral sex. And then, this is the trick thing, they switched to mainly penetration. So they, the main thing that we can learn from this, right, is this whole thing that I've always said, I'm quite pleased to be backed up on this, <laughs> that it's all about switching stimulation. You can't go straight from really intense clitoral, direct clitoral 
stimulation to more intense clitoral stimulation. This is why the lady who wrote in, lady, I don't know why I keep saying that, woman who wrote in is saying, it's too intense, how do I have more? You can't because it just feels really uncomfortable. So these women switch to indirect stimulation of the clitoris. So remember the bit that you see is only the tip. So then penetration moves into indirectly stimulating the clitoris. So that's the trick. The other thing we can learn from this, apart from the fact that it isn't a myth, is that you can have a break because some of the women waited a couple of minutes, but it does seem to be the couple of minutes thing. So the thing about having one straight up in the you know in an hour long session and then having one at the end probably doesn't count as a multiple orgasm, though it would mean that you've had multiple orgasms in the one session. Around fifteen percent we think have multiple orgasms, and so yeah. So the main thing we can learn from this is not a myth. If you want to try for it yourself, make sure you switch to indirect stimulation. So the most obvious way would be use your fingers and then maybe have intercourse. And if you want to try for a third, go for oral sex, use a sex toy. So you're switching stimulation the whole time. And I always think this is a great idea anyway, because the more ways you can orgasm, the more orgasms you will have, because we all get into a little bit of a rut. Like I'm a bit of a bugger because I can do it so easily with a vibrator or oral sex but other ways are difficult and it's so easy to just use both those ways. It's not good for you to do that though. The other thing you need is good pelvic floor muscles. That helps. Okay. Question number two. I've been with my wife for 14 years and we enjoyed a healthy sex life. Over the past 18 months or so during the various lockdowns, my wife has put on weight, which has affected my sexual attractiveness towards her, i.e. I no longer wish to rip her clothes off and have passionate sex. Is it wrong of me to lose some of my sexual attraction towards her because of the weight gain? I don't know what the best thing is to do, not say anything or communicate to her how I truly feel, which I know she's going to immediately react offensively to. Help. Oh gosh. <laughs> I read this and I was like, I hope this wasn't my husband, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, that's the question that you don't want written in by your husband, isn't it? This is tricky with a capital T on how to handle it. Now, I did a bit of research into this because there's obvious answers to it. And uh, but, but what I found really interesting was, have you, you probably haven't heard of a guy called Jack Moran. He's dead now, but he's, he was a really amazing sexologist. He wrote a book called The Erotic Mind, which was extremely interesting. Uh, he says, to keep your partner attracted to you, you ha- it's a twofold thing. So you have to maintain whatever it was, it was that attracted your partner to you in the first place. So that might be a great body or your great hair or infectious laugh or quirky personality or whatever. But then you have to develop new things that your partner finds attractive that it will develop over time. So on top of this initial attraction, you know, they have to think, oh, wow, she's a great mother. She's a, you know, he's a great father. He's, you know, he's whiz with the finances, et cetera, et cetera. And that is how you keep your partner attracted to you. But the main thing is the initial bit. So the closer we stay to what we originally were when we met, the more attracted our partner is going to be, right? So that is the trick. They've done that. That comes across all different surveys. And it's not just physical either, it's mental as well. I mean, if you married your partner, they were all, you know, happy going and great fun. And then all of a sudden they're grumpy and cynical and bitter and twisted. Well, that's a turn off as well. But weight gain, of course, is subjective. So if you're curvy and you put on a little bit of weight, that's not going to make any difference at all. It's, it's whatever your partner was attracted to in the beginning. So that is the thing that we're talking about here. But having said that, 
The biggest turnoff in all surveys worldwide, regardless of gender, sexuality, anything, is a partner putting on a significant amount of weight. Significant amount of weight. And interestingly, the biggest complaint that I get from women is, I don't feel like sex anymore because I've put on weight. So it's a bit of a twofold thing. But, and the thing is, the thing is, is that, you know, we'd all love to think it's what's happening on the inside, right? But what's that saying? Love is kind, but it's not blind. And I'll tell you what, love is a lot kinder than lust because lust is absolutely instinctive. We cannot control what we find attractive and what we don't. So to answer one part of that question for the guy who wrote in, don't feel bad, it's not up to you. You know, lust is strongly influenced by what we look at and what we, you know, what we find attractive. So, you know, that's the thing is that however lovely you are to your partner and, you know, cooking them nice meals, if you put on a significant amount of weight and, you know, he likes you slim, there is going to be a desire problem there. It's as simple as that. What are you thinking so far? So should he tell her? No, absolutely. Now, I'm sure you will agree with me on this. I don't think, particularly speaking for women, that there is a woman alive who hasn't noticed that she's put on a significant amount of weight. We know where every single pound is settled. And I'll tell you what else. So what's telling her going to do? It's just going to make her feel even more unattractive, even more defensive, even more insecure about everything, right? So the other thing is, people who put on lots of weight know how they put on weight. They know that those three donuts in the afternoon are probably not very good for them and that they should be eating a salad. So it's pointless saying to them, well, you know, you know, you shouldn't be eating that. You should be eating something else. Everybody knows that, right? The quickest way to guarantee that your wife will never want to have sex with you ever again is to say to her, listen, you've actually put on a lot of weight and I don't find you attractive anymore, right? So what you do in the meantime, now, the joy of this is that it happened over lockdown. Everybody put on weight over lockdown. So it's given you this this really convenient excuse. Now, assuming, I don't know whether this guy put on weight as well, maybe he lost fitness, maybe he's, you know, just a bit sluggish, more sluggish. So all you say is something like, you know, God, this lockdown, honest to God, you know, it's left me feeling like, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, maybe we should go on a bit of a health kick together because I feel like, you know, we we both got into really bad habits, right? That sort of tact is going to get you a lot further if you make it our project, not her problem, okay? And the other thing to do is that if she mentions her weight gain, which women invariably do, just say, listen, I think you look great, But I think what's really important is that we're both super healthy. So we got into bad habits over lockdown. You know, we we need to get out and go for walks rather than sit on the sofa and slob out and watch Squid Games or whatever you're watching at the moment. And just do it like that. That would be my... I think that's the only way that you can approach it. But I don't think... I mean... It's, it's very un-PC to say, I don't fancy my wife because she's put on weight, but it's a fact. And like I said, lust isn't in our control. It really isn't. Okay. What do you think? I think those are some hard truths to stomach. <laughs> I know. And the <laughs> but, thing is, you know, no matter how tactful, she's probably going to go, you think I'm fat. <laughs> she will- Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. No, but you're right. I mean, a lot of that stuff is is right. You know, it's funny, as I mentioned, you know, my husband's out filming a movie, so I'm only seeing him every other weekend. And we were both commenting that we eat much more healthy when we're not together. And then when we are together, we go out for these fun meals and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, so I said to him this weekend, I was like, I don't know, maybe we need to like change our habits. And he's like, I'm literally standing here drinking celery juice and you are eating a loaf of bread. <laughs> Like, okay, fine. I mean, someone had dropped me off this like amazing warm holla. So how am I? Oh my god, I read about that on your post. I know, but it's true. It's like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, okay. You can. Like my part is the opposite. So I used to eat much more before him because he's one of these people that's naturally that like he not thin, slim. He hates he see this is the thing. I hate being called fat. He hates being called thin. But he will stop eating when he's full, even if he has two mouthfuls of the thing that's the most delicious thing in the world. He'll just stop eating. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Just push past that. Like he'll stop when he's seated. And anyway, it's so annoying. So I actually lose weight when I'm with him and put on weight when I'm not with him. It's the other way around. Huh. All right. But what about like the men out there, or maybe it's, it's just the differential, right? It's just the increase. That's the issue. Cause there are men purportedly who prefer women who are larger. Yeah. But that's, they'll pick them in the beginning. Is that a myth? <laughs> no, no, it's not a myth at all, at all. But again, it's they'll pick women who are substantially overweight to begin with. The thing I didn't mention is that, of course, it works in reverse. You get plenty of slim women who you end up with guys with massive great beer bellies. But the funny thing is, is that women seem much better able to look past the beer belly and see the man, whereas men don't find it as easy. Now, what is that? Does that make women nicer than men? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's interesting, isn't it, that women, and it's, I, I find it really irritating when the men who have the beer guts and have let themselves go completely then turn around to their wife who's put on a pound and say, honey, you've put on weight. I mean, that just makes me so riled. And that happens a lot. It's like, have you looked in the mirror lately? Seriously, high-pitched voice. That means I'm really annoyed. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Storing that one deep into my consciousness. I will think of you as I eat my three donuts. Actually, I don't really like donuts, but you know, whatever it is I do, that's not the best. Okay. All right. Question number three. Do you have any advice for bisexuals who have struggled with their identity? I put off having sex because I struggled with whether I was straight or gay and wanted to wait until I figured myself out. Now I feel I'm behind in forming relationships and having sex compared to my friends and other young adults. I would really appreciate advice for non-straight sex as well. Right. Okay. First thing I would say is that we develop 
different, sexually we develop at different stages and ages and it's not a race and it's not something you have to do in your 20s or people, you know, sometimes don't really get into sex until their 30s or they do it really early or it's all different for people. And quite frankly, I think she absolutely did the right thing, waiting to figure out, okay, when am I going to feel comfortable with this, giving herself a bit of time to sort it all out. So I think, you know, that's an amazing thing to do. And rather than beat yourself up about it, I think give yourself a big pat on the back because, you know, your friends might have been out there having all these relationships, but I'll tell you what, your relationships, because you waited, are going to be one hell of a lot better than if you'd just gone blindly out there not knowing, you know, what you wanted from each encounter and feeling confused. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. So don't feel behind it. Also, don't believe all your friends tell you. People make up stuff about sex all the time. You know, loads of people are like, oh, yeah, I did this and I did that. And they didn't really. So <laughs> don't believe all you hear. Now, interesting, you, you didn't say what you decided in the end. So I don't know whether you're straight, gay, bisexual or whatever, but it doesn't really matter because what you identify with today might not be what you identify with tomorrow because we're all very sexually fluid these days. What I think you're asking is how do I feel more confident in bed? And that's what I'm, I'm getting the, the sort of impression that the question is all about. And the tips are the same for everybody, regardless of what sexuality you are. The three E's, right? Education, experience and enthusiasm. So first up, you need to do your research. The more informed you are about the sexual response system in both men and women, because you have to do double the research if you buy, the more confident you're going to feel. So, so look up what you know, causes a person to orgasm. What are the telltale signs? Which bits of the body, you know, react best to stimulation? Which bits don't? Okay. Now, there's lots online about this. There's lots on my website, lots of practical stuff on how that works. My book, Hot Sex, which was my first ever book, does a really good basics grounding. It covers a really good foundation. It gives you a lot of knowledge about lots of different things. And if you're interested in women and how to make them orgasm, I'm always promoting this website. I should basically get a cut of all their profits. <laughs> oh my God, yes. OMY, yes, is fantastic. It's got loads of videos on how women orgasm and how they masturbate. And it is just all men, all straight men should just go on there and they'd be the best lovers ever. Now, second thing is experience, but experience doesn't come from lots of lovers. If you have a, the person you slept with a hundred different people and has never had even a medium-term relationship or long-term relationship, is not going to be a good lover. It's the person who's had like several, it's only in a long-term relationship or a medium to long-term relationship that you really learn about sex, okay? Because that's when you relax and you learn how to talk about sex with your partner. Now, this will feel awkward at the beginning because learning, talking about sex is a learned skill. But I think she should be asking lots and lots of questions and say things like, you know, you know, does this feel good? Where should I touch you? What feels good? And say, come clean and say, you know, look, I'm not very experienced at this. So I'd really appreciate you give me a bit of a heads up and, you know, a bit of a pointer along the way and some feedback along the way, because you think that's going to make you look really stupid, but it doesn't. It makes you look confident. Because if you admit to vulnerabilities, you look really strong and confident. So it's not going to be off-putting. It's going to be more attractive if you do that. But the third thing, enthusiasm, seriously, is the most important of them all. Even if you have the worst technique, even if you know nothing about how the human body works or the sexual response system works, 
If you love sex, you're incredibly turned on by this person, you're incredibly aroused by this person, and you let them know, you will be forgiven a multitude of sins. <laughs> you, you really will, don't you think? Enthusiasm yes, is right. everything. It, you know, so give compliments, moan, let lust consume you, be in the moment. That's what you need to do. And the other thing you need to do is stop trying to put yourself in a box. So, so don't try and say, well, what exactly am I? Am I straight? Am I gay? Am I bi? Don't worry about it. Just be whoever you feel at the moment. And take a tip from the many people, and including celebrities here, that identify as bisexual and then end up settling down with somebody from one gender. But that doesn't mean that they're now suddenly straight or gay. They've just found a person that they click with. And I think that is what's the most important thing. So don't worry too much about it. Just get out there and enjoy yourself. Remember the three E's. I love that. Education experience, but most of all enthusiasm. Gosh, you're so funny. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those were like a lot of sex tips. Do you also have a sex tip of the week or is that the sex tip? I do have lots of sex tips. No, there were lots of sex tips in that, weren't there? I think when I was writing this, I was thinking, up, we really do need to wise up about the myths about sex. You know, your best friend isn't getting it more than you. Simultaneous orgasms are rarer than hen's teeth. Porn sex isn't real sex. Real men have erection problems and real women have orgasm problems. So... Don't believe all you hear. There is so much fake news about sex. And I was listening to a podcast today about what we don't know. And they were just going through all the stuff that you think you know about sex and they're not true. And all, I mean, I was thinking, oh my God, I just talked about that last week. And we, we, we think we know everything, but it's such a big topic and we're learning new things all the time. So don't fall for all the myths. That's the tip. Tracy, I always say the same thing at the end, like this has been so much fun, but I just so enjoy doing this podcast with you and laughing and having, this is just such like a nice little break from the rest of the week, which I also like, but you know, it's just so fun. So anyway, thanks for sharing your knowledge and excitement. Thank you. And you're brilliant to do it with because you're so funny. And I love like the comments that you make and and so appreciative. So there you go. Mutual love, mutual love for the lovies. Oh, yes, exactly. It's perfect. Okay. All right. So everyone, if you're still listening, go leave this podcast and vote for us on loveys.com or something like that. Just search Lovey Awards and, and give us a vote. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. 